0: While you're creating valuable content, let the team at Mike Me make you sound amazing. You can get custom podcast intros and outros and amazing editing from MikeMe.com. That's m-i-c-m-e.com. You can get 10% off your first intro and outro with promo code she podcasts and they make again podcast intros and outros amazing podcast editing 10% off if you use the code she podcasts and again that website is micme.com check them out they're fantastic hello elsie and john <laughs> how you doing What's so funny?
1: What? Just the way that you introduced, it just cracks me up.
2: Hello. She went all over New York and Philly on us.
1: I know. She she went like as if she was like doing a show, which she is. But, you know, like seriously. (laughs) Yes. So guess what, you guys? I'm so excited to tell you guys
0: something. It's brand new news. I can't wait to tell you. Okay. I am going to something called, wait, what's it called? (laughs) Sound... (laughs) <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I, I am speaking at something called Sound Ed. Yes. Which is Oh my god, I'm so excited. You, you know what it is? No. So, yeah, I know. It is a gathering of professors and educators who are interested in podcasting. And it's at Harvard. I'm speaking at fucking Harvard. I'm yep. speaking at Harvard with Liz Covart and Minyam Fogarty of Grammar Girl and Dr. Ginger Campbell and a bunch of academics that are already in podcasting, they asked podcast websites to sponsor. So I'll be there on behalf of podcast websites. Mark will be there. Chris Kremitzos will be there from PodFest. It's going to be so fun. I'm bringing Nathan because rather be bored in Boston than be bored in Delaware. What's sad is that I was like, you know what? If he goes to Harvard, he'll either be like inspired by the idea of like this like, old prestigious college campus and he'll want to finish his degree or he'll be completely turned off by it, yet inspired by Mark, who's a guy who around his age, you know, decided not to go to university and pursue his dreams and do what he wanted. Now he's rather successful. So it's one of two things. So I'm like, yeah, so we can go have a good time. And Nate was like, where are we going? Boston, New York. And I'm like, I want to punch all your teachers in the face. He was like, (laughs) Boston, New York. I'm like, isn't Boston, New York? I'm like, you mean Boston, Massachusetts? (laughs) He was like, whatever, the same thing. I was telling him I went to Boston one time by visiting a friend in Rhode Island. He goes, Rhode Island, New York? And I'm like, you better stop. <laughs> he thought that was in New York, too. I know. I was like, you know what? You need to go to Harvard. This is a problem.
2: Harvard? You need to go back to high school. Needs a geography class. Not, my kids please. do the same thing. The other day, my daughter's trying to tell me there's three weeks in a month. I said, I'm going to go to school <laughs> and punch your teacher. Somebody better tell the moon if that's true.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Maybe he will be super excited when they, when he goes there. Cause that's, that thing is, is so incredible. Like not... I had a conversation with a guy that put that whole thing together. Um, I had, Zach? I was connected you know to Zach? him. Yeah. He, okay, um, cool. Liz Kovart connected me with him because he was looking for advice on putting this together. And he wanted to make sure that there was, you ena- like representation across the board. And so we had the lovely, like one hour sort of, consult, I guess, if you will, where I just like went down the list. These are the things that you need to do. These are the like wonderful things to you to keep in mind of. This is like you in such a wonderful place and opportunity to do all these things. And, um, and of course he asked me to speak and I said, no, because no, no.
2: <laughs> because no. And so, because no. and
1: then, um, I w I was the one that connected him with Chris and also told my clients to go. So I have two of my clients going to this conference which I think is gonna be fantastic. One of them is the only male you know, there's a male e leaguer, everybody. What? So not um, but he's not in, he's the, not the, in the group. So he like I know. He he actually has just been working One on one with me in the same concepts with the same teachings and all the kind of stuff. He is amazing. Who is it? Um, His name is Alan McDuffie, and his podcast is called Governmentality, and it is right up the alley of this kind of stuff. So if you see him, say hey. His podcast is phenomenal. It's it's about the workings of power. That's essentially the essence, the workings of power in a variety of different ways. And he talks to a lot of people who not necessarily just write about power, but he really dives into the power structure in all kinds of facets, primarily through the political eye. But he's a journalist by by trade and his brand is governmentality. It's just the way that he puts it out. Um, So that I am excited, yeah. Well, I'm
0: sure I'll, I'll seek him out. Hopefully he'll seek me out and find me as well. You know, I always get a bug up my ass before I go on any kind of like conference. And since I've bought clothes every week probably since emily died i can't fit anymore in my closet so i have a new bug that i'm gonna try and it's almost like I, if i don't have something to accomplish before i go on a conference then like life isn't worth living this time i would like to try and get eyelash extensions
1: jess stop it what stop, stop it. it like i am afraid listen I am afraid that. What is the last thing that you did? That you did you have some kind of like skin thing? Did you burn some your hair? That's what it was. When you went to no,
0: I was no, I went to get eyelash extensions at a at a spa one time when I had my contacts in, and the girl was new, didn't know what she was doing. She got glue in my eye, and I had to rush. I had to go to the eye doctor.
1: What I'm saying to you is that when you went to PodFest, you got the hair and then it was falling out. Right. And you were very upset when you were going to go do the roast because the hair and all the hair and it was falling out. All the stuff. It was not cool. Okay.
2: Can we just, uh, I think we need an intervention. I just want to be
1: pretty. What's wrong with that? Uh, You are. Well, see, that's the point. You are. I want to be pretty. We've been through the
2: faux hawk, the hair extensions, the blue hair, the blonde hair. The fake eyelashes. That's right, the
1: blonde hair. That's right. Look at all the stuff that's going on. Wait, didn't you do eye things too once? Did you do like... I always have false eyelashes, yeah. No, not, I the, eye... false not the false eyelashes. The different colored eyes. No. Excuse me? Way Who back. do that? Way back.
0: No? First of all, my eyes are beautiful. No, I've never changed the color of my eyes. I would never change the color of my eyes. My eyes are green. Who would change that? My eyes are perfect. Oh, that's perfect. right.
1: Your eyes are green.
0: My eyes are already green. How dare you, madam? I'm sorry. I take all the of that The only thing back. I haven't legitimately tried to do to change my appearance in some way before a conference is diet and lose weight. It's <laughs> probably the one thing I need to do.
1: <laughs> well, because, well, see, these things are easy to do. Like you make an appointment, you go in there, and they do stuff, and you come out. Right. Maybe
0: if
2: I just get a facial, I'll be over it. You know what I mean?
1: Do it like that. Make your hands pretty.
2: Uh, what about a the spray manner. tan? Yeah. Remember the spray tan that went? Oh, I always get
1: a, yeah. It turned my neck brown. It's still
0: brown, kind of right.
1: And then the blue ink around your neck—that <gasps> was so embarrassing.
0: I didn't know that was going to happen. In my defense, do you think? Hold on. Do you think God's trying to tell me something? Yes. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is, you don't know what's going to happen if you get
1: eyelash extensions on the like right before you go.
0: You're right. I maybe the universe is trying to tell me something because every time I do something, it goes horribly, horribly wrong. Right, You're right. At Podcast Movement this year, I had a green neck the whole time because it was so sweaty.
1: Yep.
2: Uh, Why don't you just try God. going as Jessica Kupperman, the original. I
0: am me. I'm always me. I'm just me, but better. Mm-hmm. Enhanced.
2: Enhanced. Mm-hmm. That's not always better. Enhanced. <sighs>
0: All right.
1: I'm glad I told you There's guys pans. so you could you know make what? fun of me for it. Hands and jewelry. All of that stuff, I think, is great. You can totally jewelry Ooh, it up, get jewelry. some really cute eyel- like earrings. You're right, or a necklace or something I'll like that. I'll focus on. I jewelry. think earrings really make. And I did just stuff.
0: buy new shoes.
1: You did? Right. You didn't? That, yeah, I just bought over
0: the knee black leather boots that are flat. I had some that were heeled, and I look like a circle. Like I can't walk in them. They're platform, but like I'm still like teetering, you know. So like I got flat right. ones, and they just come over the knee just a bit. They're not very conservative. I mean, how do you dress at Harvard? Like, I the first thing I thought of was Liz Covart in her button-down
2: shirt and corduroy jacket. Yes. With patches on the elbow? Yes, but I would look
1: ridiculous in that.
2: Why would you look ridiculous?
1: Plus, you could just wear black and a blazer and be done with it with cute earrings.
0: Yeah. I'm going to wear, like, a fluffy poncho and, like, jeans and boots. (sighs) I feel so much better talking this out with you.
2: Thank you. He's you going to go really, dress like
1: really <laughs> Antonio
2: Banderas or whatever his name is. Antonio.
1: Antonio. Antonio, Antonio oh my God. I'm sorry. Why we're to, what? what? Did, did you say you were Antonio? just going
2: to go with a fluffy poncho and what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, like, you know, not a poncho, but like a sweater wrap that's fl- that's like ruffled on the bottom. Okay, You know, like a wrap and then a shirt underneath and then jeans and boots. All yeah, right. I guess I did kind of describe Puss and Boots, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Hat with a feather, <laughs> but yeah. Moving on, so I'm doing that, and then yes. the weekend after that, when I come home, DC Podfest Fest, yay! Oh, that's going to be
1: awesome. It's like back to back, like making the rounds, doing the it's thing, two meeting the people.
0: Weekends that's in amazing. a row of Chris Kremitzos. I hope Katie's not jealous. I think I see him more than she does. <laughs> He's he just I just got the phone with him right before I was talking to you guys. He's in San Antonio right now for something. Well, maybe
1: he's, he's just gonna, making the rounds before baby comes. He probably should. You know.
0: You're right because she is. So he's super trying pregnant. to do
1: all the things and then. Right. Well, Katie,
0: I'm taking good care of him, but not the way that you are. But I'm taking <laughs> good care of him, so don't you worry. Um, okay, so yeah, right. so I'm excited. So, but speaking of DC Pod Fest, though, if you guys are listening to this, there is still time. DC Pod Fest is, as you would imagine, in Washington D.C. If you use the code SHEPOD, you get a $99 ticket. And I believe, I mean, it's definitely a discount. We just don't know the percentage. It is a woman created and woman run conference. And the lineup of speakers is always super diverse. The people are really cool, all kinds of different perspectives, all kinds of different levels of podcasting. It's super fun. It's the ninth and tenth. Just outside DC, actually in Arlington, Virginia, which is still considered DC if you're from there or live there or are going there. It's walking distance to Georgetown. We will have a flipping fantastic time. Please come, DCPodfest.com. And now should we talk about like some kind of
1: news or something? What do you think? Why don't we do that? I think that would be a great Uh, idea. Let's do some news. Mm -hmm. The
0: news you can use. For the informed podcaster, podcasting news. How about if I just keep talking through the whole show, no matter who's talking, I'll just keep going like Isaac does. Like, even if someone else is
1: talking, I'm just going to keep... What? Wait,
2: he's training you instead of you training him. It's not the way it's supposed to be, but I think you're right.
1: Yeah. Can, well, you know, we but I have to say this now. I mean, just going on the news theme. You know how we were went off um, yeah, in the last episode about the fact that people or our podcasts, podcasters are not happy with the way that Apple podcast updates and they freak out and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. It seems like nobody's listening to us. It seems like the hour thing that says like news that you can use, you know, so that you're educated as a podcaster. It seems like nobody's
2: listening. Do you know whose show got taken down?
1: Who? Yes, I knew. No, I know, but he did it on purpose. I know. Wait, did he? Was he trying to prove a point? Yes. No, he. well, he wasn't trying to prove a point. He just wanted to go through the process of what other people go through. So oh. we, we might as well tell him. Might as brave. Well tell him. A brave man. Yes, tell us. So Daniel Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast, podcast coach and expert, uh, podcast consultant. Um, he His show, the Audacity to Podcast, used to have like more stuff at the end of it. You know, the Audacity to Podcast, if you want to start up or something podcast, like It just had more words (laughs) in the
2: title. A lot of wordy things.
1: And his author tag also had Daniel Lewis, podcasting expert and consultant. Sorry, Daniel, I can't exactly remember what it said. But it essentially qualified him, right? You know, it it qualified his name. And he was taken down. And the only reason he found out is because he works, you know, his product, one of his products is podcast reviews. So he kind of has this script that parses the information in in Apple Podcast and iTunes. So he constantly sees this stuff in the back end. He uses a lot of the API and stuff. So he was able to see it. So he immediately saw when his show was no longer available. And so truth to what we said is that if you do have keywords on your title or your author tag, you're taken down, but you get no notice. So it could be like weeks. I mean, when's the last time you, Jessica, went to... Apple Podcasts, iTunes, to look for She Podcasts. Oh, for our own show? I have no idea. Yeah, just like, I mean, if we, yeah, like, when's the last time you went in there to deliberately to see our show? Probably months, months, months. Yeah, months I, can, from, I can't months. remember the last
0: time I did that. I don't remember, yeah. I mean, it's been months, probably.
1: So, you, we wouldn't know if we would have been taken down, because nobody would have told us, other than, maybe, Oh, yes,
0: they would. That's not true. Someone no, 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 because would here's would be the like, thing, I can't though,
1: find you on iTunes. No, no, no. That's not true. Well, well, who, who in the heck would say that to us, though? People who, who goes to listen. iTunes to listen to the show is what I'm saying. It's like somebody when must. People just, if the people that are subscribed, if they're getting your stuff,
2: they wouldn't know.
1: They wouldn't know
2: because even if you're if you're subscribed, even if they take you down, you still get.
1: That's what oh, Daniel is actually searching. That's so complicated. So Daniel complicated. Is, is searching. Yeah. So he's trying to search right now. He's trying to figure out whether or not this is true. So as far as I know, this is before the Daniel Lewis data comes out. As far as I know, if you're taken down from iTunes, if they take your show down, the people who are subscribed to your show should technically still get your show. The end. This may or may not be true. But as of now, that's what I think. So. I guess the only way would be if it's a new person. But if it's a new person, I guess they would reach out to you via social media and say, hey, I can't find your show. Are you in iTunes? You know, and then you would go, oh, yeah, right here. Oh, wait, what? And then you would go and email Apple Podcast people. So anyway, getting back to this is the fact that you don't get the memo and you have to manually ask then Apple Podcast and say, hey, guys, my show's not there. What happened? What happened? And then they email you back and they tell you why you were taken down. And then you have to fix whatever it is that you did wrong. And then you have to wait for them to approve the changes. And then uh, you are reinstated. So that's the process at this point.
2: Yes. I mean, as I'm thinking about this, (laughs) what can you do to – again, I know that uh, a lot of the other podcasts players use the API of Apple podcast is there anything you can do to circumvent go around them at this I time I believe
1: that I believe that they can still they still get it because I think that that doesn't change. Yeah. If if. Yeah. I think what would change is if somebody was looking again, if somebody was looking for your show in like, let's say, Overcast or something like that, and they were and they were not subscribed and they were looking for your show, then you wouldn't really come up in the search results is what I would think. And so, anyway, that's what he's doing in terms of the process. But what I was talking about just a few minutes ago (laughs) is the fact that people still expect, you know, when your show goes live, that iTunes instantaneously is going to have your episode out there and we talked about this last week so if any of y'all are emailing the support team of your respective hosts and belittling them about the fact that your show is not up there immediately but your there's other podcasts that were published at the same time then you have to listen to this that it's not (laughs) in you need to listen to our show You need to get educated. It's not immediate. saying it on our show is not helpful because they're already... I know, and this is what I'm saying. It's like, what do we do, though? I mean, there's only so much we can do, honestly. There's only so much. I think what you... Yeah. I have a solution
2: that I think that you, being a person that's big in the podcasting space, need to go to your big in podcasting space peeps and say, listen, we all have to start talking about this so people will know. Because I don't think that, you know, just this show doing it is going to be enough to help everybody out. Because there's a lot of podcasters, and you can see it now, where they just say, all right, we're going to make a podcast, and they don't know what they're doing. And then what happens is now they they want to do this, but now they're going to try to hire people to help them. And they don't even know what to ask them. Like, they wanted to know... I saw someone looking for an editor-producer, and they wanted to know if they were proficient in tune-in radio. Oh, no. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I don't want to work for these people because they don't know what they're talking about. And then (laughs) the second thing they said was, how are you going to get our podcasts in the top 100 of the Apple Podcast charts? And I was like, go to Fiverr. But, you know, with (laughs) all that, I knew that they had no idea (laughs) – so that I kind of complained about it, and the lady that made up the application said, "Yeah, you know what? I, we don't know. That's why we want to hire somebody." It's a mess. Podcasting yeah. has become a mess. Before yeah. there well, was a certain amount of people. wait, I'm just saying, it's become a mess because you have a lot of people that are charging into the space that don't know what they're doing, and they're looking for information. And if you put something in one of these Facebook groups, you'll get fifty a different, thousand answers. different answers. Answers. Mm-hmm. So where is where is the ultimate? Buck stops here answer for these. Why
0: does there have to be? There's not that for anywhere else in the industry. No other industry has a Buck stops here one uh solution for every problem, type of thing. If you're a social media manager, people will say the best thing is Twitter or they'll say it Instagram uh, Instagram. Instagram. Amsterdam.
1: Amsterdam.
0: <laughs> or it will, you know, I mean th- no one ever ha- that's not a very unregulated um area as well. But I'm just trying to think of something more like, like the fashion industry. Like, you know, if everyone says never put ruffles on a collar, the one guy who does that the right way will make a fortune. So who's to say who's right or wrong? Why does there have to be such regulation? Let them do what they want. You do what you want. I think the problem is we're always worried about what everyone else is doing in comparison. To what we're doing.
2: You're right. You're, I guess annoying. you can do what you want. You can take a blue Yeti microphone, put it in the center of the table and have three people talk around it and then put that you up. Can, and, right, you
0: can. Right. But it's terrible. I, okay. mean, I mean, there's good and bad. I mean, everyone knows it's terrible. But people do it anyway because maybe it's the only way they can do it. And the message is that important. I don't know.
2: Because they don't know how to do it. OK. Remember how I used to say that audio editing is the lawn service of podcasting because everybody's doing it. But see, the difference is now I'm changing my stance because the difference is most people can mow their lawn. I would say 99% of the people can mow their lawn. They can start a lawnmower and they can push their lawn. 99% of podcasters don't know how to edit their own shows. So Mm -hmm. it's not that they want to get rid of the the task. is they don't even know how to do the task. And I just think that you should kind of have to know how to do all the things. Mm -hmm. That's my thing. And if you learn wrong, then it's a a whole learning curve to try to get you back around to doing the thing the right way. Or mm. your show gets taken down and you start yelling at the wrong people. I don't know.
1: No, it's. I, I think that there's a lot of, of – of, um, you, you're right. There's a lot of uh, jobs to be had out there, a lot of different things that people can help with. But I do believe that right now people are looking for a one-size-fits-all solution for it. So when they're saying, like, I need an audio producer, they expect you to do – like a lot more jobs than audio producer, right? So they are looking for somebody who's going to do the, like we've talked about this before, somebody who could do their show notes, somebody who can get them into all these different places, like iHeartRadio and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, that's available to almost anybody. You just have to sign up for an account with Libsyn. Like, at least at least for us, you can get to all of these different places. But people think you have to hire somebody to do that. Right. And that's just weird because it's like, well, that's basic. You just open an account and you do it. You fill out the information. And then there's the other aspect of it, which is audio production. And it does matter. Like, yeah, we first, I mean, there's some of us who spend hours upon hours doing editing. Like, for God's sake, I spent eight hours editing the last episode of The Feed. And it was, I was sweating bullets. I was like, this is so crazy. But in all honesty, the, the reason I did that, it's because I, I, I could not, I, there's no way I could have put that episode out without the editing. I could not have done that. It would have been a disservice to everybody involved, including Libsyn. That it sounded so damn crappy, right? I mean, there was like so many noise, noises in the middle of it, of the both of the tracks and the silences that I had to take out. And I cut out 12 minutes of just ums and ahs, <laughs> you know, and just yeah. like, oh, this doesn't mean anything. I got to cut that out. And it still was a 90 minute episode. I mean, in completion after I put all the extra, you know, extra things on there. But it's like, that's a lot of work. It's why I only produce that show two times a month. I had to do it, you know, so.
2: Yeah, I did a show yesterday. It was 57 minutes in length. When I finished up, it was 47 minutes in length. And all I did was take out ums, you knows, likes, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, the stuttering and then, you know, someone starting a sentence, then stopping and repeating the sentence, all that. Now, could you just say, okay, well, you don't need that. But again, you Mm -hmm. want the... It's usually the guest more than the host. And you want the guest to have a, you want to present them in a better light.
1: Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. We care about what we put forward, meaning we don't want to sound stupid. And I think part of it is that there are some things that it makes us like, honestly, John, you make us sound so smart because you miss out on all the times where we're like, okay, we're going to be talking about, wait, what was that? (laughs) Wait, hold on. I forgot hold up <laughs> <laughs> all of that stuff is cut out it does make you sound really smart when you have a good editor he really
0: is in charge of diva enhancement it's true
2: my favorite part yes. is where jess is rolling saying stuff and all the things and all some you know, cut that out blah, 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 blah. she just says cut that out in the middle and she's just i'm like whoa 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 <laughs> give me a spot to cut it mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but in all you know it's so but all of that stuff matters and yeah, there's a lot of, I think, misinformation right now where people do want all of the things. And, um, I was thinking too, Jess, there's still, there's a lot of people that are t- still coming to us for like basic 101. Like I have an idea. I have a podcast. How do I get mm-hmm. started? Right. And we have, obviously we have the units that we have in she podcasts that they can actually go through if they want to and they want to have. I look through all that stuff. But I also had somebody else just reach out to me that that was looking for essentially somebody to help them. And I don't know if I know any specific coaches that are gonna do all of the basic stuff. So not like let's say you hire me and I give you a checklist and we talk about it and I say these are the things you need, now go do it, but somebody Mm -hmm. who does all that. As in, okay, we're going to record our first episode today. You're going to need this. You're going to need to script these things. Okay, cool. We have some files together. We've, we've created these episodes. Now, this person, what this person wanted was, now you go do all the other stuff. Like, you go yeah. do all the setup of the, you yeah. go find a host, you go publish it, you go add all the things. And I'm like, ah, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me. You know? Nope. I, who nope. does that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> No, I honestly want to know, is there somebody who does that? And to me, that's more like a VA. Like that's a podcasting VA, somebody who does all the tasks. Because that doesn't require any visioning, that doesn't require any strategy, that doesn't require any extra brain power other than following the list and you just do it and this is what you put up there and that's what it is. So Hmm. I think that that's a specialized thing. It's a task doer, a doer of the things, a doer of tasks versus all the other stuff. It's like a podcast.
0: It's kind of like an online business manager, but for podcasts, like you need an OBM kind of is what they say. Right.
1: Oh, well, maybe that's what somebody needs to come up with. Oh, and it has to be like super cheap, too. Yes. (laughs) because It's got to be cheap (laughs) because because we can't spend any money. That's right. Got to to be
0: cheap.
2: I I can't tell you how many clients come up and then they say, listen, I want you to what is your editing? I don't have much money. And I'm like, where else do you go? When you open up your the the opening statement is I would like a cheeseburger I really don't have much money I mean do you go to (laughs) Walmart literally nowhere Target where do you go to the grocery store (laughs) the dollar store
0: it's so true why do people start a conversation with purchasing something by saying they have no fucking money
2: I just had somebody come to me the other day I'll never understand and they said to me I was just laid off from my job. And oh my God. we are want to start a podcast, and we don't have any money. And I said to him, don't start a podcast. And he was <laughs> offended. <laughs> and I said, because podcasts cost money.
0: Not a it, lot. Yeah, they don't make money at first, and they cost money at first. So why? Why are you starting a podcast after you lost your job? That's such a bad I idea. I mean, to be it's honest with you,
2: idea. to have a halfway decent sounding podcast, you need about, and again, this is my opinion. 500 hours for equipment for a good microphone and audio interface and some cables and stuff like that. Plus you need your hosting, plus you need your website. And if you want to, you can use like Libsyn and they'll give you a website, okay? Or, so you can use that. You
0: can use podcast websites and or, they'll give you a really nice
2: website. Right, but again, podcast websites, one of the things about podcast websites it's a little pricey. It's right, a little it's not pricey. $5 a month.
0: It's $100 a month. Right,
2: so that's yeah, but yeah, not 5
0: right. bucks. So, that's what the, I'm saying. Does so anybody like, come
2: to the podcast website and say, listen, I want to use your service, but I don't have a lot of money? Do they no, do that? No, because we don't give them that opportunity. They right. just sign it, up. I, stay yeah. with Libsyn. Right. So, what I'm saying is, that, yeah, I understand you got a message and you want to get it out there. And all, but ugh, I hate to even say this. I mean, the only place that would even you could consider doing that is Anchor FM, Anchor.fm.
1: Anchor would do yeah. it. Yeah. And I think that that's what it is. It's like, it's like the, yeah, you got to start, you got to start that process, right? But, But you're right. I think the questions that we're getting asked are totally uh, all over the map, which is where you get the people like the one that you were just talking about, John, and then you also get the people who have an insane amount of money, like an insane amount of money, and Mm. they're still doing it wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You know? And then then you get that. And then you're like, I know people
0: like that, and it upsets me every time I come into contact with them, as a matter of fact.
2: I reach out to them. I try to reach out. Like, I see (gasps) podcasters- that are doing podcasts. There's one I know of a poker player and the guy's worth, he's won $32 million in poker. And plus he's got all kinds of endorsement deals. He's he's, he's rich as all get out. He has a podcast and it's horrible. And I would love to get a hold of that podcast just because I love the poker player. And that's my real passion. Poker is one of my passions. So I sent him like three emails and nothing, never anything back.
1: Hmm, Right. And see, that's the other thing too. Those Folks that do have the money and have somebody else doing all the things, they don't really get the whole like connection aspect of podcasting, where you don't do any kind of feedback, you don't go back and forth, there is no dialogue, and so you end up with this sort of stale-ish kind of thing where it still relies on you as the star, when that's not really, that's not your really you. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So. I don't know. It's just, it's just, but, the, but I think that this is a great segue to our next topic, which is that iHeart has podcast awards. They, iHeart Media oh, uh, has totally just told thing. everybody that they are going to be doing these uh, podcast awards and all of the uh, people in the podcasting industry. I'm not, well, at least the people that we hang out with um, are a little myth because they said like the very first professional podcast awards or something like that. When podcast awards have been around for 13 years and there's been other awards that have been out there, mind you, it's not professional. But I do s- – meaning not professional, not not an insult, Todd Cochran. Not not an insult. But what Mario I'm Lopez in, isn't hosting co- those. Or, right. Right. And so this, I feel there's an article on Fast Company that absolutely nails it because the lead paragraph, the lead paragraph says, quote – public radio folks are going to have to slip on their formal all birds and head to Hollywood because podcasts are going mainstream and are getting the award show to prove it. So it automatically puts the lens. And I think that that was very smart, a fast company. It immediately just called the public radio people out because that's exactly what this is. Except for, I think, two people that were nominated, I think, from the from the list that I saw, two of the podcasts that have been nominated are in any way indie indie
0: really I didn't even notice too who
1: sleep with me hello he's oh, he's right. nominated I, he's not really indie. he
0: was but he, he was all right okay, well I'll give I know that one. but
1: he's kind of what's what I'm saying like that they're obviously neither is hardcore history because he's got a team but The beginnings and lore as well. I would say that, too. The beginnings of those shows were, in fact, from an indie side of things. And then it kind of like expanded into other things. Right. And then it it grew from that. But that's not where the roots are. Like, was Drew, Drew, I should be asking you this, but was he in working in one of the coasts working for NPR or got a no, broadcasting
0: no, degree no or- he, he, no no he okay. no well, he has saying. no boss but he was he was on feral audio and now i don't remember where he where what he's on yeah but no you're right i didn't see sleep with me on the list sorry
1: yeah so he was he's the he's the only one so that's it though but everybody else is in some way attached to a network some kind of corporate a network yeah a network or some kind of corporate something or other
0: what about sip suds and smokes that guy is who not Sips, suds, and smokes.
1: I don't know. I don't know that podcast. And that's the other thing. It's like, it's sad for me to be the podcast crazy person that I am. And I only, out of this list, I think that I have only heard like a couple.
0: I mean, the best brand, they even have a section for best branded podcasts. Like, just imagine having to go to these award show, to this award show. Are they going to televise it? Are we going to have to see every ugly podcaster walk down the red carpet because you know we don't have face for we all got a face for radio, right? That's a joke, you know, that people get into audio cuz they don't have a face for well, everywhere, everywhere. I'm just saying it will be interesting to see if they're going to televise it and put it on TV and let people walk the walk the plank towards the awards like they do for the other awards.
2: I just like the best brand. I didn't know that there's an actual inside Trader Joe's podcast.
1: Yeah, that and that one's actually very good. It's a very, very good show. Huh. You should definitely listen to it. it. Seriously, is. it's a very good show. It's like it really is the epitome of what you would want a branded show to be because it's not about Trader Joe's. It's very, very much uh, like infused with the. The feel of what Trader Joe's stands for, because, you know, when you go inside of Trader Joe's, they've got all the funky stuff like they're very funky and they're very they're very brand. They they lead with vision. <laughs> they lead with their vision <laughs> in, every, in every little. Cranny, yeah, that's you what know? I've I
2: mean, heard is that they lead with their vision. But the funny thing about the best branded podcast inside Trader Joe's was I wouldn't listen to it because it sounds like you're just going to walk me around the supermarket and I don't need a podcast about that.
0: No, it's about right. the No, Trader Joe's is if you go to the Trader Joe's, you know that they're all about like the history of their um, products and how they're sourced and where they come from and what they're good with. Like they do a whole thing in their little flyer. Their flyer is basically a podcast. If they just read the flyer. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, technically, it would be Drew's podcast, but it would be a podcast. I mean, he's done that before on Sleep with Me. He reads the Trader Joe's flyer.
2: <laughs> guy was brilliant. There's a guy that came he's up brilliant. with a brilliant idea one day, mm-hmm. and and he's off and running.
1: He mm-hmm. is brilliant though, and he did it well. He knows how to be barring well. So that he does. Relief, he you. goes on a tangent like nobody's business. It's true. And you know what's really interesting, though, when I started to see like these numbers, like meaning the numbers of the nominated folk, usually it looks there like that's about six under every category. And then they got to the like the one, the breakout podcast. There's a lot more. And then the best branded podcast. It's like a bunch more. It's six, nine, ten of them. And then I was Mm. like, does that mean that they just literally went out and found every branded podcast that was created by a corporation and just put it on the list? And mm, maybe. I guess that's my, my, my question is when I went on the website, I looked for how these names came, like where would they come from, who picked. Because even with the Academy Awards, there's a system, right? There's 7000 Academy members. They each get um, to write in about like they actually write in who they want. And then there's a whole process. Oh, and, and then only like, you know, the actors vote for the actors, directors vote for the directors. Like, it's all broken down that way. And then there's a whole system to sifting out, like, there's percentage points that are given to the, to however, whoever got number one a lot. And then that's where the ballots start to come from. It's from these 7,000 core members. And then everybody gets to vote into, I think, the best movie of that year. So there's a process and there's all of these people that are in that industry. And I'm not saying, I don't even know. I mean, yeah, there's enough podcasters to be able to do something along those lines. But who picked these? It doesn't say. It just there's it just says the most popular. iHeartRadio picked them or whoever works at iHeart
0: or whoever's brilliant idea this was at iHeart.
1: Right. And you can vote five times a day, which makes it even Ugh. more exciting. It does, there's never been I any was... kind of –
0: I wonder. There's never been any kind of other medium where it's been around for a really long time and then all of a sudden – it's almost like they're like the Christopher Columbus of fucking podcasting. We're like, here we are. We've been living oh here God, all that's along. Right.
1: That's so brilliant. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to quote that people.
0: And then all of a sudden, America, you know, the Italians come decide it's America, kick us out, move us over, make us do this, make us do that. Now they have like, oh, we have the first land in America. No, you don't, though, because we've been living here.
2: I just want to say that if you go back 100 episodes on this podcast and when they first started coming in, I said, go get your own sandbox. We want our own. We have this sandbox. Go get your own. And, Jessica, you said to me, oh, this is great. Oh, this is great. And I knew this was going to happen. They
0: finally pissed. You know what? I still think it's good for the industry, but I I don't appreciate them saying they were the first. I think that's obnoxious.
1: Yeah, but they did, they said the first – I forgot the way that they
0: – First they wrote, ever.
1: Was, I don't think like, that How these, dare you? How dare you? How dare you?
2: Could you hear Todd Cochran when he read that? You-
1: <laughs> yeah, he was very angry. And the thing is, it's like – it's thankless. I would have loved we, to be there. And again, we've talked about I... that too. The poor man has gotten so much flack from every – Podcaster ever for keep you know for all kinds of reasons like that's not fair this is not good all the stuff and wait can you do that like, again that impression
0: that was amazing
1: <laughs> that's the that's an impression of every whiny podcaster yeah, in the it was it was amazing <laughs> yeah anyway sorry and but it's just it's heartbreaking I think to be to have these I guess these names there and there's been no no recognition of anything else. You know what I mean? Oh, and Noxious. then, and of course they're saying how there's probably going to be an academy, like some kind of, um, hall of famers, That that's going to also be part of the, this is all, <gasps> this no. is all hearsay. This is all obviously just podcasters. How can they do thing, that? There's going to be, they're going to come up with that. And then they're also going to say, this is the hall of fame. The podcasters hall of fame. And so, you know, we're already I mean, in that.
0: How dare
1: they? They're just that's that's now that's it's what makes people John, sad about it stuff. took me a while.
2: Now it's war. So
0: yeah, <laughs> no, it's a
2: war. I had my back up immediately as soon as they stepped foot in the sand. I already had my my back. I can't in the believe
0: air. that they would say like. The first ever, and have their own account. Like, who the fuck do they think they are? That's so
2: rude. And poor Todd's over there. What a thankless job. He's trying to bring. I know. He's been doing it for so long. Beat up and ridiculed and Mm -hmm. vilified. Mm -hmm. And now here comes that song. I've been put out and put on and spit on and shoved out. Yeah, that's Todd Cochran for sure. (laughs) Here comes (laughs) I Heart says, "Hey, we're going to have the first annual." Podcast Awards. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's just pretty. (laughs) It's really sad. Rightfully so. should be
0: furious.
2: Get a
1: lawyer, Todd.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait, but he didn't trademark anything. Of course.
1: I think the Podcast Awards are his, though. That's like a... I think they are in some way. But the iHeart... But the iHeart brand is the iHeart brand. That's a different thing. You know what I mean? So... When are you yeah, going to tell does. those
0: women who are doing sheep podcasts to get off our
1: lawn cuz I I did trademark oh, yeah. it for you. I know. I have to You know what? I actually woke up. Don't make me do it. I woke up in the dirty middle work No, too. I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm like, "Oh my god, I have to send an email to that lady. It's actually not women. It's the woman. It's a woman. It's 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 well, a sheep." Well, I did the
0: hard part and it took 2 hours. Your part takes 5 minutes and I know normally we would have switched, but it's your turn
1: yeah I will email her specifically I mean I'll do it with you but I just
0: don't want to I don't know what to say and you always know how to say things in a nicer way than me
1: yeah
0: I know how to
2: if you need muscle I'm always here (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I know how to bitch people out. That's about it. That's what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, so I will. I I'll I'll reach out to her, and I will see what's up. But anyway, anyway, let's move into um, just one last little bit of news here. There's a new thing that I'm a part of that is going to be launching at the, in the beginning of November, and it's called the Podcast Business Journal, and I'm part of the board of directors for this thing. Yeah, what's that all about? It's a newsletter, a podcasting newsletter, but the aim of this newsletter is not— the the audience is more the business uh, audio people. So this is not the public radio people, which is more like the Nick Qua people. This is not um, general all-the-time news, such as pod news kind of stuff. This is more tips and information and things like that aimed at those that are from commercial radio, commercial audio production, moving into Podcasting or businesses, and when I say businesses, I don't mean entrepreneurs and people who are doing sort of like audio uh, fun things like Gimlet and stuff like that. Like not not the venture capital type people, but people who have businesses like um, Hewlett Packard or you know like those kinds of things, like larger business that are wanting to know more about podcasting. So that's their audience. It's the kind of people that we would never hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. So that's what that is. Um, And so you guys, if you go over to podcastbusinessjournal.com and you want to see what's up, you can sign up for uh the preview to like start to get information there. Nothing is up on the website as of yet. So this is just another place to get more podcasting information. And again... I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit more dry than most of the other things, like not as personality driven as the Nick Qua newsletter by any means. But I'm actually not sure what the how it's going to be all put together and stuff. It's a website slash newsletter. Are you going to do writing? I am. I'm going to be. Well, I am part of the board of directors, which does include having a column, which I'm not sure yet what I want to be writing about. So we'll see. Oh, well, that's exciting. So it doesn't, so it's, yeah, so there's that stuff. But anyway, let's go ahead and move to our last little tool tip so that we can
2: call it a day.
1: Shall we? Hang on, I'm
2: just finishing up my application for LC's the podcast. alright
1: Tool right, <laughs> All
2: right, I've, I've signed up and it's very easy to do because I did it while you guys were talking. Here we
1: go with the tips. Elsie's Tool Tips. Okay. So I wanted to test this out because I'm really intrigued by discovery. Discovery to me, uh, like finding new things and not necessarily finding new podcasts, but finding information is a really big thing for me. I'm a, I like to cultivate information and just sift through the crap really quickly, which is why I love RSS feed aggregators and stuff like that. So. This I just found out about. It's called Audio Burst. I'm sure that it's come on my radar before, but I just haven't played with it. And I guess it's like this API that searches within the, the inside of the audio files themselves and delivers results, even in snippets, of what's being said about something, right? Right. And um, I thought like, oh my gosh, this is going to be really cool because there are other places like this as well. Like I think Listen Notes is one of them and oh my gosh, Chaser is the other one. So Listen Notes and Chaser both do some really great search for terms. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to go test out Audio Burst and then see if they can deliver some results for me. And top of mind, what I have had, because I had somebody ask this in, for the feed, was tips on creating a podcasting event a live event and it, there was this, this person from Panama that was looking for tips on how to do essentially a podcasting event of some kind like a meetup or a conference and stuff and I really don't know what I don't know so he asked us and what I did is I went over to listen notes and I went on to pod um, chaser and I put search results in there I said live events and I kind of like typed it in there and it delivered So much information via podcast, like all kinds of podcasts just based on that, um, tips for conferences, like so many great things. And then I went in here and I did the same thing and it didn't give me any results because I guess the Mm. term itself or whatever I searched for was way too not searchable. Mm -hmm. So the things that you can search here right now are Harvard Lawsuit, Britney Spears, Brandon Ingram, Powerball brexit washington state afghanistan so those are just trending right now i guess migrants let's see what comes up from migrants. what so and then what it does is it delivers a result of oh of bits and pieces of audio i feel like i've heard of this a long time ago i know me too and i think that what this was was on an app could you do you remember that yeah right wasn't that, you know what, I'm going to look inside of our Trello board. Now that you just said that, I'm like, why does I feel this feel like it's so familiar, audio search. I know we've talked about it before. We had to have. That's a really, really good thing, guys, just as a tip. Jess and I, we use a Trello board to have all of our episode, like, maybe like all our show notes are in there. And it's really cool because you could, we just may create a card for all of the things that we're going to be talking about. But one extra bonus feature that we get is that when you search... For like a, a, a word or something like that. Oh my gosh, I think I got a result. Oh no, did it give me in the other one? Oh, I was going to go, oh my God, it did it. Um, no, it didn't give me a search result. It just gave me the same one for today. Because it, it, when I searched the t- 2017 She Podcast board, it gave me results for the 2018 She Podcast board. Which is kind of interesting that it took me to a different board. Yeah. So anyway i thought we were i was going to be all fancy and then come up with a solution but alas
0: alas no. that did not happen
1: no but this looks like something we have covered before you're right i think it used to be an
0: act i just it feels familiar
1: to me yeah not to say that that's not true because it's happened so if any of you guys have used audio burst or feel that you have something to share about audio burst do let us know that is it yeah. for today. But but before we close out the show, though, I do want to put our call to action out because I really would love to get a, a podcast together towards the end of the year with all of your voices. And it's going to be around big podcast or podcast. Blunders. blunders. Okay. So if you have a big podcasting blunder story or something like that, like something you did that you're like, oh, my God, and you just want to hit your head against the wall or you're turning, you know, a bazillion shades of pink. Send us some audio feedback. We would love audio feedback. I guess if you could send us an email as well, but audio feedback is the best. And you can send it over to feedback at com. Just tell us your stories. We would love to just have a really fun episode at the end of the year where we could just listen to all our blunders. And Jess and I can also share... Uh, the blunders that we have done, and maybe if you don't have an actual blunder in recording, maybe you have something that you did with a newsletter or something, or like a, or like a back and forth with a with with a listener or something like that, where you feel like, oh, I should not have done that. Uh, send it to yeah. us; we would love to hear from you. So, feedback at shepodcasts Blunders are so much fun, anyway.
2: Mine has to do with the podcasters roundtable. Still haven't oh, recovered from that.
1: Oh, I want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, but you're, you're going to have to tell us in that show. I You know. have to start oh, writing it down. We we'll should we'll start to compile it. them. And we're going to do a special show.
2: I oh, might actually man. have to. I might go to that episode and pull the audio. It's so cringy. That would be so great. Oof. It was horrible.
1: La, la, la. Yes. Oh,
2: man. Oh, my God. How
1: exciting.
0: All right, y'all. All right. I think we have outstayed our welcome. Thank you guys so much for listening to She Podcast. You can find us on the web, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at She Podcast. You can also find us at ShePodcast.com. You can also email us feedback at sheeppodcast.com. if you're feeling like you got some Value from the show. We would love your financial support as well. You can give us a tip in the tip jar for a dollar at patreon.com forward slash podcast or join our super squad, which will give you personal access to me and Elsie. Also, patreon.com forward slash shepodcast. Thank you guys so much. Elsie, love you. Mean it. Bye. The